0: Welcome, welcome. It's Sariq Harris, Message from the Youth. I'm here with a very special guest today, Mack a San Diego hip-hop legend. It's a very interesting story to tell. We're going to cover it today. So tell us how you're doing today. What's happening, y'all? You know what I'm saying? Mack 90, San Diego. You know what I'm saying? To be exact. You know, doing pretty good. You know what I'm saying? On this lovely day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so tell us about, like, you know, your childhood, where you grew up at grew up in Southeast, Southeast San Diego, right there off Euclid, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? McDonald's used to be 60 Cent, Right. you know what I'm saying? That's where I grew up at. Yeah, so, growing up, has there ever been a time where traumatization bothered you, or were you traumatized in an early age, growing up in the Southeast? No. It was all love, like, growing up, you know, like, regular, you know two-hand touch in the middle of the street, you know what I mean? Football, you know what I mean? Like, regular stuff that goes on, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't then, like, traumatizing growing up as a kid, you know what I mean? But, like, as you get older, you know, you see, like, different things. Yeah. You know, and that begins the traumatization, you know what I mean? It's just on how you deal with it. Yeah, how you deal with it. That's, that's an interesting point so what what year like what how old were you that you, you think that it started like how old do you think that your traumatization started um
1: I don't feel like I'm traumatized
0: you know like got like that much but I've been through trauma yeah, yeah you know what I mean there's there there's a difference between trauma being traumatized because being traumatized it, it makes me feel like Scared, you know. What oh, I, mean? I guess not I mean, you. you Oh, oh, you scared to come outside. You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. I ain't never been scared to come outside. You know what I mean. And that's 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 what I feel like traumatized is. But I've been through trauma at an early age. I done broke every bone. I done broke my arm, legs, feet, head, mouth. I done broke everything. You know what I mean. Just living. I wasn't dramatized after that. I still get on the bike and ride. I still do. it. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you sense. But, yep. yeah, but being shot in the head, I, I got shot in the head at like 19. And that like, that made me, my life different. You know what I mean? Like fresh out of high school. Shot in the head. They told me I'm paralyzed. I'm down in the wheelchair like, I never, like, figured, like, my life, I would be down in a wheelchair and have to get back up. Yeah, that's you know terrible. I mean? But it's a blessing that you're still here. Like It's a blessing because I would rather have it like this than 25 a life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't realize how precious life is. And you said that you ha- yeah, that happened to you when you was 19 years old. I'm 19 years old right now. And that sounds like a nightmare to me to even, to even think about it, the concept of it. Yeah, like, right now, 19, like, my whole body is gone, you know what I mean, to a complete negative. So, you gotta, you gotta get your body all the way up, you know what I mean, and then if you stop for a little bit, it'll go 10 times down, you know what I mean, like, that's crazy, you know? It is. You just gotta keep it pushing, you gotta keep going, you know what I'm saying, you gotta do something about it, you know, and at the time when it happened to me, like, like, that was hard. That was hard. You know, like I like growing up. Like I had homies like in a wheelchair. Yeah, the the bottom half worked, didn't work. You know what I mean, type of stuff. But my whole right side, like, how you gonna how you gonna do it in a wheelchair? How you gonna go? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You only got one side. How you gonna go? You gotta fix all this stuff, like a car, and just for it to drive. You know what I'm saying? Because my bullet went through the motor part of my brain and the inside of, of my my arms. That's terrible. Ninety seven percent of people that have bullets to the head, especially the motor part of the brain, don't end up breathing again. Yeah, they end you know, up dead. they flatline, they they die. And the fact that you're still here, you know, we're having this interview right now, it means, it means a lot. You know, God saved you from that. Yeah, like I got shot right here in between my head. Boom, yeah. It's in an eyebrow, you know what I mean. But it wasn't. It ain't nothing to glorify or nothing like that. But it was crazy. It's it's a long story, you know. Yeah. Do you mind? Do you mind talking about it? Or? What you want to talk about? The recovery the recovery process. process. Yeah. Like, what was going through your mind when you figured out that news or that it, when it happened to you? Okay. What the uh, the news that I wasn't gonna be able to walk again? Well, let's start. Let's talk about when when you got hit. What was you thinking? Um when i got hit you can't think when what bullet, bullet goes through your brain it's automatically everything shut down everything shut down so whatever i was doing before i don't know what i was doing before yeah. but you know when that bullet hits your brain it stop you it stop you from thinking so i was down all the way down to a vegetable to where it's like uh, like not to make fun of anybody, but like I was down like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. The bullet went through my brain, shut down my right side. I had to learn how to talk again. I had to learn how. I had to. They had to. They put the ice chips on your uh, lips. You know what I mean? Then you 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 get you get on this machine. You gotta you gotta keep breathing in the machine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Until you're able to formulate words. Wow. Then when you're able to formulate words, they teach you how to A, B, C, D, you know, they bring you from, from kindergarten all the way up to fifth grade. You know what I mean? You ever saw that show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yeah. It's like, those fifth graders are smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they get you up to fifth grade, you, learning, you you learning how to, you know, your body and all that stuff. So you know how they say you can learn a lot from a baby. Right. You have to learn all the way. They make you watch Nickelodeon and Rugrats. They make you watch this type of stuff. Hmm. You know what I mean? That's not my choice to watch that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they make you grow from this to this to this to this. So you have to relearn every single thing that, that we that we take for granted, basically. Every single thing. Like, my arm. My, like, I, I still don't write really right. I'll sign something, but I don't really write it. You know what I mean? It... It's a lot that goes through. Then try this: putting on your socks with one arm and one one leg. That was like, that was like the game changer for me. Like, damn, I can't do this. I don't want to do it no more. You know what I mean? But I kept, I stayed in it. I stayed in and I stayed going to therapy. So you've been doing like a lot of physical therapy and that's been helping you like, you know, develop your body and your strength, regain your strength mm-hmm. and you know, relearning like how to move and coordinate. Yeah, yeah, you, got, you, got, you, you learn about like the whole body process. Like I've been dealing with like um, therapists and like a lot of people that that know about body and nutrition and I didn't know half of this stuff, you know? Like, I didn't know that this goes this way, and this way. Like, I didn't know that the, the, the hip, in order to stand up, there's a hip, and then there's an inner hip. Mm. Call it different things, you know? But I didn't know that this is what you need. So once I learned that this is what you need, this, this makes this work, like the thigh makes the knee work, and like, I didn't know that. Then they they uh to in order to walk they um they got like a harpoon player like you know like the angels they got a harpoon player walking right behind you and that's how you learn your, your rhythm to walk hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. if not your your walk is gonna be off right, right, right. you know so I, I had to learn a lot of things you know because it's like one thing about a cricket life it's kind of hard to live it right you know mm-hmm. so it's like you gotta walk with the angels you know what I mean? You got you got to do some good things. That's deep. Yeah, and I learned a lot just from being down. From being down, I was in the hospital for about like two weeks. Miracle, shot in the head like that. Two weeks. Then they took me to a therapy hospital, and I was there for two weeks. And I, they let me out to the streets in the, in a wheelchair. Mm. You know, and like. It was hard. It was hard. Yeah. So what were the things that kept you motivated? I had to do it. I had to you know, I had I had to get up. Like my big brother, um, he he doing 25 to life. And we went to go visit him after uh after I got shot, we went to visit him. He said, Get up out that wheelchair, what are you what is you doing? Like, you ain't know, supposed to be in that wheelchair
1: that was my motivation to keep going like I'm not supposed to be in a wheelchair like
0: cause when I think about it like yeah all like the people that I know like they be paralyzed from the neck down type, type uh, of effect mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I still got minimal feeling I can still go I, I can still do what I gotta do half of my brain is shut down that, I got another half Hmm. that's deep now, I never thought that somebody could like have half of their brain working and still be alive. Yeah, I'm living proof. Yeah, living proof. A living miracle, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, so do you feel like, do you feel like God saved you from yourself or, or like something else that you couldn't see? Yeah, because I could have been doing twenty five life, like I said, I could, I could have been out, like my my big bro, my big bro, he got. 25 life with no possibility ability of parole mm-hmm. when he was like 23 20 you know somewhere around there, the year 2000 and it's like that was like i I got shot at 19 you know right. what I mean right. it could I could easily been dead I could easily you know. Been a lifer in prison, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I would take this over being a lifer, you know, having to sit here and struggle and really get my body right as a free man is better than anything, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's a blessing in disguise, basically. Yeah, yeah. God saved me, you know what I mean? I, I grew up in the church, you know what I mean? And God saved me, you know? I was, I was on the path of destruction, and I didn't know that that was a path to destruction because my older brother nothing but was there to guide me. You know what I mean? Like you stop listening to your father and all this stuff, whatever. Like you stop listening to the older people, that because you think that oh they ain't been through it, not like this. Like nah, you gotta learn how to respect them and 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 listen. And take what you could take out of it, you know, and that's what I wasn't doing right, so you felt like you was being disobedient, so that was like a punishment, or you felt like that was just like a wake up call uh, I, I would say a wake up call. it was another wake up call because mm-hmm. there's been many wake up calls, but I would say a wake up call, yeah, and the thing is, like there's even a news clip where they said that it was a miracle. Yeah, that's that's the crazy thing about it. Like, like everybody that's seen it, like I know it's a miracle. So what was your friends and family members thinking like when they when they heard you talk again or when they when they knew that you were still alive? Well, <clears throat> when it happened, I was in a coma, so I don't know what they were thinking. Then I was down for a long time. So I was they 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 had me on like psychotic meds. So you don't really know what's going on, really. You know, but I know they was happy and like you know I I know they was rooting for me. You know, telling me to keep kicking like all that. Yeah, praying for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I was I was told that uh, my mom and her her prayer warriors was right there at the door with the Bibles. Like, nope, ain't nobody about to come in here. None of y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, y'all love our moms, man. Yeah. You know, moms, and grandmas, they always, they always come through with them prayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you feel the presence though? Like, even though you was on the psychotic meds, were you able to feel the presence? Yeah. Man, Some, it. some, 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 to a certain extent. Yeah. But then, it was a, it was a part where everything's black. Yeah. Everything black. Like a lot of people tell me the story. Like they, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about the shooting. I don't know anything, but people would tell me. But it's like you got to put together everybody's story. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So when when it happened, blackout. Yeah, that's crazy. You don't got no time to pray. You don't. So you know you like oh yeah if this happens to me I'ma pray and I'm you know I'm gonna get that chance you know like hi I don't know if you ever been to jail or whatever but you know they get to pray you get to praying and that thing in the court. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, if God, if you let me out, <laughs> i never do this. i never do that. You know, it was one of those prayers. But some, most of the time, you don't get the chance. Yeah, yeah. That's the wicked part. So you got to pray now and pray now. Yeah, so you're trying to get that redemption. Like, most people try to get that redemption from God after they do something like a sin or they do something they shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. You don't have no time for that at all. No. The crazy thing about it, to me, like, you didn't even, you can't even think, like, you can't even process thinking, like, even just thinking about that you, that you can't even think, that that's just, like, that's just mind blowing right there. Yeah, you can't think. Like, your your letters is upside down and backwards, and you was like a spelling bee champion, like, in, in school, you know, <laughs> and I was like, what, I don't know how to spell, like, how do you spell hydrant? Hmm. Like, I don't know. You have to learn how to spell your own name and everything. Like Yeah, yeah. J's are backwards, all that. Mm-hmm. Like. All of it. So did you have to like relearn your name? Like your relearn what your name was or did you even know who you were? Um over time. Over time. So were you able to like remember your like your childhood instantly or like did it take like a, a long time for you to even remember like everything? yeah overtime everything took overtime it wasn't like no immediately bounce back i remember this i remember that it took kind of years for me to remember stuff yeah you know what i mean but people would like my guy like my cousins and people there to like really like there to like no this is what you do you know what i mean like yeah because they was already there before you know what I mean? Yeah, so like they basically like showing you pictures and photo albums, like things like that, to jog your memory. Yeah, and, and sitting talking to me and letting me know what to do. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like when I I was I was fresh, I was fresh like in a wheelchair, and I'm down. And one of my big homies came to me. He was he was working with Cash Money at the time, and he was like, uh, "Get yourself right, and get yourself together, and I'm gonna go get you with Cash Money." You know what I'm saying? i mm-hmm. like, alright, alright, but he linked me with Mitchie Slick, right. you know, so, so I could learn some, some things with the music-wise, and all the things that I, I really basically learned musically was through Mitchie Slick. Right, right. A lot of it. And you're, you still, art, I mean? you're still the wrong kind of artist to this day. Yeah. 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 hmm So, like, what was your first song that you ever made, like, you know, when you was in the studio with Mitchie Slick? Or, like, how did that happen? Okay, the first song that we did, um, was, uh, I was featured on Won't Stop Being a Blood. Yeah. That was the first song I did for Minty Slick. That was, um, but the first video I ever did, with, with, with the video that came out first was, uh, He'll Shoot. We recorded that. That was our second song, or third song, I don't know, but... That was the first video that came out. Right. You know, the introduction of McNaghy. Then, Won't Stop Being a Blood. That video came out next. But at the same time, I wasn't, I didn't, I, I was young. I didn't know about the politics of rap police. Like, San Diego, we have a rap police. We do. We didn't know. Yeah. I, well, I didn't know. At 19, I don't know how you know at 19 because you, you, you know, you, you younger, you know, it's a different, you know, type of generation and error error now, you know what I mean? But at my age, 19, there was no YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, YouTube had just came out, you know what I mean? So I never knew about rap police, how they'll be riding through your set and uh, with your video going, in your homies to jail? I never knew that. I never knew that. I even went to jail. Mm-hmm. For my own music. That's not like it's against your constitutional right. That's what they do to San Diego's. You know, you can't, they don't let you, like, if you get, like, a certain stature in the music industry, they're going to sit here trying to arrest you or a documentary you, say you're glorifying gang violence. When in reality, you're just trying to say, like, you know how you grew up. You're just trying to express yourself through music. Yeah. You know? And that was basically the charge glorifying something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long how, how did they offer you for that? They didn't offer me nothing. I beat the case. Oh, okay. So... And, and that was before to do... the tiny do and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I They, um... They, um... They didn't have no evidence, so they, they took it to probation violation. So they they dropped that case. We were immediately upstairs, and I had to go to court for probation violation for what they found in the house. hmm You know what I mean? And... So the the violation will stick, but whatever they found is not going to stick. Yeah. So, so you make sure you you make sure you clean. <laughs> make sure you clean, man. Yeah, definitely. So you was the first person in San Diego to be charged, would, even not even charged, but even like <clears throat> to be tried in court about your music. I wouldn't say I was the first because I don't know nobody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. They It was before because the tiny dude and the other homies, that was like a big situation in San Diego. Like that was, so my situation came before that and it wasn't as big as that. Right. Yeah. What do you think made theirs bigger? Probably more people. They sat in jail longer. Hmm. Makes sense. That's, that's weird. Like how, like when you think about it, like why would they even try to like get a whole bunch of people based upon the album? Like arresting a bunch of people based upon an album. That doesn't make any, like, logical sense. Like, there's no other cities doing that to their artists. I mean, there is a cities doing that. But a lot of cities are not small and able to just pinpoint like San Diego. Mm. You know what I mean? That's that's how I feel about it. You know? But San Diego is just a whole bunch of... The the, the charge is called a conspiracy. Right, right. You know? You don't have to have that, the prove to, they have to prove it, mm-hmm. but they don't have to, you don't have to prove that you did that gang-related related activity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have, they could just get you. So basically, like, they just rest you off of hearsay, or like, you know what? Conspiracy, conspiracy charge is He say, she say. Yeah. So like you're related to this guy. And you got you're wearing red when we catch you. So we gonna we gonna give you like twenty five life, and we gonna give your homie another twelve years, hmm. just because we felt like doing that. That's what it sounds like,
1: yeah. and that's
0: what it is. Yeah. It's bad out here. Yeah. It's bad out here. Woman. That never let them let him, that, let never let him, Excuse me. Never let know that you are a gang member. Like, why would you tell anybody that? Yeah, that's just that's just another foolish thing that they try to do. like they, they try to pressure you. Like I remember, like at Lincoln High School, like they'll try to pressure like the younger kids. Mm-hmm. Like they'll have like four or five cops put you in the office. Mm-hmm. And even though like they'll be like, are you a gay member? You might say like, no. They'll be like well, why you got on red? Or, why you got on green? Or, you know whatever color you got on. They going be like, why you got on this? And they'll try to document you. Mm-hmm. They will write your name down on the sticky note. to ask the principal like, what is this person's name? What is the student's name? And then they'll get the name from the principal. And that's how they document a lot of people. And that's uh-huh. how the, prison, the prison's pipeline starts, uh-huh. you know, even if they said, no, I'm not a gang member, you know, I'm trying to get back to class. They already have the name on that sticky note. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then once they get back to their station, that's when they, that's when they file it and do the gang file. Damn. And people don't even be knowing that they'd be like documented gang members. Yeah. You know, just for going to school. Dang. That's crazy. That's. And then they messing up lives. Yeah. You know? by doing that. But I, I thought some, some rules and stuff changed though with that. With documented. You ain't never heard of that? Yeah. Like it, some news or something like that? Yeah, they say they say rules and laws changed about it. But I feel like in San Diego people still aren't playing fair. Like the court system would never play fair with us. No. You know? They might try to say certain things under a microscope. They might say certain things but they're not gonna enact upon it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It be like that, you know, you just gotta keep it pushing. Yeah like they had one eighty two point five like, they have all kinds of laws just aimed at young black men. Yeah. All they have to do is say that you're a gang member, and boom, your whole life is getting taken away in the court system. You don't want to tell people that you're a gang member. Like, that's, that's one of the things you don't want to do. Exactly. You know? You don't want to be like, oh, I'm a gang member. Mm-hmm. No. No. That's not going to get you nowhere. No. That's not. That's not. It's gonna, it's gonna get you somewhere somewhere that you don't want to be like like it was it was a cool thing to not have a felony mm-hmm. you know what i mean when you get any kind of trouble with that game on, on your back no exactly no it's cool to have no felonies mm-hmm. you'll be able to glide through do anything you want have a good job a career mm-hmm. go to college do you know do the right thing there is ways to get felonies off your record though mm. there is ways even off your credit you know like when they run you for a, uh, apartment mm-hmm. and you got felonies you just got out for 10 years or whatever there is ways to get that off your credit to where you can apply a lot of things aren't changing within the law structure that's what i noticed but at the same time it's like still like a lot of people on the inside that needs to get out some people are in there for no reason there's like like innocent people that didn't do nothing or you know what I mean A lot mm-hmm. of innocent people didn't doing nothing And they're in there For like a long Period of time Just mm-hmm. off of He say she say Or somebody at the wrong place Wrong time You know Yeah Conspiracy charges Hold like 10 years minimum Or something Exactly And then they'll also do Like the RICO And the gang The gang junction Or Yeah Yeah Cause I heard like that It's like 10 years minimum And then like They'll add like the gang Gang enhancement Gang enhancement That's what they did. Gang enhancement And the RICO mm-hmm. You know no, you don't want that. You Definitely. don't want that to happen. Never. You know that's why it's, it's good to stay on a good good path. You know exactly. You might you might be down a little bit. You know, but it's it's good to stay on that straight and narrow. Yeah. And not everybody can do it. Yeah, but it's best but to at least try. It's best to be on that straight and narrow path. Hmm. That's some game right there through like a lot in life like bro like like with music like besides me going to court and all that stuff like I done like I didn't been like we done been sh- uh shooting videos um off we we did a yellow tape album uh the wrong kind we did a yellow tape album and um we shooting a video I get there I get there at four o'clock and I'm in a police car by like 408 you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like gang injunction. Yeah. You know what I mean, and we was all in the holding tank. Mitchy Slick, all the, all the homies from Worldcom, we was all in the, in the holding tank. Wow. Damn. Everybody. So that that means I messed up at least hundreds of police there. We even everybody even made it to the county blues. You know what I mean, like you know how you go in there, you got your regular clothes on, and then like a couple of tanks later. You switching, mm-hmm. you going upstairs, everybody made it to upstairs, it wasn't nobody just like super getting bailed out that fast, like that's how, like gang injunction, like, if it wasn't for gang injunction, certain people would have been able to bail out fast, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, but me, I stayed in jail the longest, from that whole whole thing, like, they was coming over fences, they was coming from this way, this way, that way, like, they was coming from everywhere. So it was like swarming you guys? Yeah, we got a swarm. Yeah, we like that's crazy. Like you just parked. They, they was coming outside of the cars, on the outside of the cars, walking up with the cars. Like vans, like crazy. Yeah. yeah, but they have like tactical vests on and things like that. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And they don't even know why. Oh, they knew why. They knew why. Because they were a regular like situation they would have probably came with a squad car or two you know mm-hmm. not just outside of the cars already ready guns like they that's something different hopping over fences and stop hey hey hey, hey, like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dogs barking things like that helicopters man i had, i had just i had just got up you know what i mean from a wild night the night before you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You get the call, like, hey, come up here and shoot this video. But why, why? I'm mm-hmm. on my way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like this music shit. I love this music thing. You know what I mean? That we got going. Yeah. I ended up going to jail. And I, I was in jail for a, for a minute. And when you get to jail, <clears throat> they bring up all the, the old stuff you already did. Like, I was on probation at the time. I was on GSU probation at the time. So... That's, like, one of the hardest probations. You know what I mean? They tripping the most. They tripping off smoke and weed. They tripping off the clothes that you got in your closet. They tripping off anything around your house that you possibly, you possibly can have access to. You know what I mean? They tripping off of it. Like, me, I wasn't allowed to have bunnies. You know what I mean? Playboy bunny. They, they you, you, you know, and... The You know, the Lot 29 and all that stuff. Yeah. Where, you know, where they got the bunnies and all that. Yeah. Like, I had that. <clears throat> so, that was one violation. When I go to jail for, for shooting a mi- music video. So, they bring it up. I have four, five dirty p-tests. I got uh bunny... Clothes in my closet, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But that don't mean that I still have it in my closet, you know what I mean? So they they add them up for you, boom, boom, boom. They charge you. So all the priors that you had, they added up? Yeah, priors priors priors. that I would have never had if I wasn't on probation. Right. I never told them that I'm a gang member. Exactly. Never. Never. I would never tell a person that, hey, I'm a gang member. You know what I mean? I might say something, but... People nowadays be like, cause blood. Mm-hmm. What makes mine different? You know what I mean? Judgment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it, I I stayed in jail probably about, I don't know, like 90 days or something like that. But everybody else got out within from from one day to like two weeks like I never knew that I wasn't allowed to shoot a video in a certain part of town. Yeah. I never knew that. Man. And then I never knew that I wasn't allowed to hang out with certain parts of town, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I'm not documented from there. Why should I not be able to hang with this type of with this person? I don't I didn't know that. So all of it just hit me. And then it was just hitting me back to back. I get out of jail. I go back to jail. I get out. and Go right back. Like for probation. Like I would never have been to jail that many times if I wasn't on probation. But. Never. Never. I go to jail for smoking weed. Like did you catch me? Mm-hmm. You catch me smoking weed? No, you didn't. Exactly. You know? And then now, it's like, weed is legal. Mm-hmm. What about that time I spent there in jail? Yeah, you won't get that back. You, reimburse won't, get, me. you won't get that time back, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let me get one of them stimuluses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, something to accommodate the, the time that you wasted behind bars or something that became legal. That's, I mean, that's, I think that's like a, a lot of people are trying to fight that now. They're trying to take that that uh, I forget what it's called, I man I, I keep forgetting it, but they're trying to like bring back like all the people that are in there that were selling like the large amounts of weed, because in other states, like it was much more illegal than here. Mm-hmm. So like there's much more hard, like in Texas, you get like a lot of years for just for having like like five pounds of weed. you yeah. know? Yeah, don't mess with Texas. They got it written up on the signs. <laughs> 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 when you driving through, don't mess with Texas. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's places like Atlanta, all this stuff. Like, it's illegal, illegal. Like I done been all through, all around the world. Mm-hmm. It's illegal. But a thing that got me off of one of my cases was that weed is illegal. It's like a pain reliever, you know. Mm-hmm. So that got me out of jail too. And me, and I, and me, I came about went to selling selling CDs. When, when the wrong kind, we were selling out of Best Buy, so I'm sitting in jail, and I, I'm like, and my P.O. finally gave me an interview, and I'm like, you could go buy this music and see my name on credits at Best Buy. You could go in there right now, you don't gotta go to wherever you, you know, and see that the underground no, you can see barcodes, you can see that there's something going on here, you know. Yeah. You you could go buy this album at Best Buy. They let me out of jail. So th- that's when they they look at you as like a legit or th- or authentic artist. Like you yeah. take your your craft seriously. Yeah. 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 You know we we got the song called He'll Shoot. I'm coming in their office and they they talking about We'll shoot, we'll shoot. Like they're saying, <laughs> they're saying like they're singing it. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh okay. Yeah. It, this this impacted somebody. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And how, I, how did you feel when they was doing that? Like, did you feel like, like, you thought it was weird or, like, you know, how'd you feel about that? Do you feel like, you know, okay, I'm finally <laughs> doing something, I'm going to type this i somebody I'm, a, I'm about to be a celebrity pretty soon. Or, like, what was you thinking? You what? I was like, they going to try and get me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They going to try and get me. Yeah. That's the only thing I could think. They, they all know it. hmm You know what I mean? It's six of them. They're, you know what I mean? They know it. So, who else know it? Mm. They probably showed it to the whole station, the whole office, everybody in moms. You feel me? Yeah. So that that made me like, ooh, hell, no, nah, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> mean? Like, no, nah, that's not that's not okay. Yeah. You know. I like music. You know what I mean? It it it, it has its ups and its downs. It does. It has its ups and its downs. They wanted to go way more harder on me, just for being. Cause they think that oh you you're a rapper, you know, a big time rapper, if I go like <clears throat> they go to my house, they go to this person's house, they go to this person's house, they come see you in the field. And if they go to this person's house and this person's house, and they see my CD or the CD that I was on at this at this person's house, they look at it different, you know? Yeah. And I don't I'm not going to all these people's house, so I wouldn't know that. Oh, this is what they're seeing. Yeah. I didn't know that. And then they, they got me. They got me eventually. They got me. And they kept coming to get me. I ended up doing I ended up doing a 270 and a 365. So break that down to people that don't know what a 270 and 365 is. 270 days. Right. 365 days. Back to back. back to I think back. I was out, out of jail probably about, like, two weeks. hmm So as soon as, they, as soon as you came out, they tried to bring you back in there. They probably was thinking about that the whole time. That's probably, like, you know, especially as waiting on, on your, like, your career to, like, you know, get more popular. Or just waiting on your, your chart sales. And they started thinking, okay, since he's taking it seriously, he's trying to find his outlet and get out of the community. You know, we going to hit him when you least expect it. I don't even think they take it that deep. Like, oh yeah, he's going to be selling, this kind of artist is selling. Like, I don't even think they take it that deep. You think they doubted it, or you think that they... Like... Nah, no, I think they just come and get you. Mm. I think they just come and get you. You so, on that radar, you ain't never going to be off the radar. Right. They want to get you right there when you are sparking. Right. So did mm-hmm. rap music make you more on the radar, or was you always on the radar? And... Rap make people hate you and want to kill you. Rap make, make people hate you. They it makes you they it make them wanna sit outside wherever you are, get you, mm. you know they'll stake out. Like the people that don't know you, your homies, because they can't really understand it. it some homies love it, you know some, you know. But i have been in some fights over rapping, paralyzed, right, with my own homies. Exactly. Scrapping now. boop boop bop bop, for what? Wow, for what? Rapping? Mm-hmm. Cause you, you think I'm somewhere that I don't even know I'm there, like you know what I mean? You don't see this stuff. You just, you just see that the love of the rap. Yeah, the support that you're getting. Yeah, you you don't see that. That could easily, that scrap easily could have turn into oh boom mm-hmm. easy easy for what for no reason for what nothing exactly it's crazy out here you know it's that's that's why san diego like we 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 should be like la you know but that's like hollywood like they 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 their are their surroundings is bigger they're they're able to have the- yeah and their people also support them more the people also like work with them and interact with them more yeah you know yeah yeah you got more easier access up there you know out here it's like crabs in the barrel crabs in the bucket you Mm. know what I'm saying but at the same time if you if you push it and you on that one solo mind and 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 trying to get there you'll get there yeah, and it's like, crabs, get there. like how you mentioned, it's like crabs in the bucket. Once that one crab starts reaching the top, they're going to pull them back down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they could be with probation. Mm-hmm. Pull you, pull you down, pull you down right here. Boom, you're going to do 365 right now. Mm-hmm. For what? Exactly. And then and then when I got out of jail, I got my PR. I'm like, I'm like, why didn't you didn't come get me? Like, why didn't you didn't take me out of jail? Like, why, why was I in there for music when you know I'm official artist? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know. You already did the time. What do you want me to do? Like, what? Yeah. I just, y'all just ruined my whole life. Mm-hmm. Because we got leases, we got cargos. we got things that we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all don't, that's the only thing y'all you got to say to me? Like, oh, my bad. Like, you know, man, yeah, that's crazy. You should have came and got me. Yeah. I'm in there for weed. And I'm, legally allowed to smoke marijuana wow what they're doing is wanting to like make your life harder than what it is yeah you know? yeah and it was messed up it was messed up they just want they just want to take you through the loopholes and all that you know what i mean yeah. put a limp in your pimpin you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying yeah. <laughs> it, it, it ain't gonna work yeah so what is your message to the youth my message to the youth yes <clears throat> I did, I did, it was a whole bunch of jewels I just dropped right there, you know what I mean? This whole interview was a message to the youth, you know what I'm saying? Like, Because yeah. if, I, if I had a chance to to keep going from high school to, if I had that chance to, to relive it because I was shot in, in between that time, I would just keep going with the path that I was going, you know, I wanted to be an architect, I wanted to... Go to school, you know. I wanted to do that, right? But other things was fun to me too at the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was that was bad for me and my health. Yeah, definitely. A lot of us make wrong choices, or we don't know that's wrong until like things like a wake up call happens to us. You know? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes the wake up call is like wake up in heaven or hell. Damn, that's deep right there. Y'all didn't just catch that. That was a deep jewel right there. I hope y'all caught that. That was like a diamond or ruby or something. You know, a diamond in the rough. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Cause it's hard out here, you know. But keep going though. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't do it. Find out, find a way, find a way. You know what I'm saying? Holla at the big homie. Holla at the older homie. You know what I mean? Holla at uh, a homie or. Somebody that's that's more experienced, you know? Somebody that has common sense too. Somebody's doing the right thing. You know, they got money and, you know, they're trying to, you know, guide you in the right way in life. Yeah. Not just somebody's trying to misdirect you or misguide you. Not right. a negative influence. Right. Right. It's a pleasure to have you on our show. Okay. Yeah, thank, sure. thank you for coming out here. You know, it's a, this is a story that needs to be told. I asked God what's my purpose cause people John, dine in them churches I'm seeing homies in caskets that was just at my ICU nervous My parents getting old now they talking about cancer Can't let a nigga trick me off the streets just cause he a cancer These little niggas wanna get you all cause you a rapper You was like that when you was young so a hospital don't, don't even matter know.